Information Services. I'm here to tell you a little bit about what you have to expect about Microsoft Office 365. First of all, we want to mention it is Microsoft Office 365 as in 365 days a year, not 360 degrees. 365. <laughs> um, if you go online and if you do any searching for this, what you're going to find out is there's four main categories talking about your email and calendar, instant messaging, online meetings, office web applications, websites, and collaboration. There are different tiers and levels. We have not purchased all of them. What UNL and most of the universities going to be implementing will be your email and calendar, your instant messaging, and eventually they're looking into the uh, online meetings, which is a uh, program called Link. But that's all we're focusing on for right now. That's all that we've got. First of all, your first question is, how do I get to this? And we have <laughs> options. First of all, you can get to it through Microsoft Outlook. Outlook is available on the Mac, starting with the Office 2011. You can also use it on the Windows version. And usually 2007-2010 is going to be your most recent versions. So if you want a desktop application, this is it. If you're looking to get to it through the web, brand new screenshot just a couple hours old, from a test account, Microsoft Office 365 on the web. Does anybody have a huskers.unl.edu account? It's going to be really similar to that. Then we also will have options available. You can get it through tablets and smartphones. One thing to be wary of is if you're a BlackBerry user currently, it has limited capabilities, which means you can get email only. You won't be able to get your calendaring. There is a promise that this will happen, uh, this will change soon. However, it's a wait and see, but there is supposed to be better BlackBerry support coming for that. Next question, how do I get my stuff from here to there? And we have options for you, lots of options. First of all, this is just kind of a tentative idea to kind of let you know. Uh, you can start from scratch, saying, oh, I just want to clean slate. <laughs> 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 Attachment somewhere. 
not be able to migrate your stationery. I have some options for you if you've got questions about this stationery app to have. Any pre previous rules, any of your signature blocks, uh, certain queuing rights, and again, your attachments bigger than 25. Now, what kind of training you're going to have? He's probably going to see me more. <laughs> um, there's going to be online stuff. There's going to be in person. We'll have to see exactly what happens, how this whole thing goes. But we are thinking of multiple options of training for you. So keep in mind, you're not going to be going to work one day and they go, oh, at 5 o'clock, oh, on your way out the door, you're going to have a new email system tomorrow. There's going to be information ahead of time that will get you some training so that you will feel comfortable with it. And as far as when, this is an estimate. Depending on how testing goes, supposed to be starting in October is when some of the pilots are supposed to be going. So how that goes is going to depend. The next question you might have is, when is my department going to get it? And again, we don't know. That whole thing is in discussion. They're looking at different, uh, the way departments use them, how much they have, which might be the best test. I mean, all kinds of things will come into play. But again, you'll get notice ahead of time. It won't just happen. Now, if you're still a little confused, that's okay. We all are in this whole process. It's all brand new to everybody. So that's why we're here talking to you, trying to help at least let you know, hey, we, we know a little bit. We may not know everything, but as we find out, we're going to pass that on to you. Now, as far as what you can do to get ready for this whole process, anybody know what this is? <laughs> is this storage? No. No. This storage? Should this be? <laughs> we do look at it as communication, and if possible, it really is helpful to remove some of those old messages. If you have an archive of every single today at UNL you've ever gotten, you can find it online, get rid of those. If you're saving every time you've submitted a vacation leave in Firefly, you can get it online. We have tutorials to show you how if you're not sure. Get rid of that stuff. Take a look at conversation threads. If I have a last message has every part of the conversation attached, get rid of all the others, keep that one. It's got everything on it. So start to go through and figure out what you can do. Maybe plan 15 minutes a day. I'm going to clean my email. You can start with a folder a day. You can start by going into and finding anything with attachments, with links, large ones. You can plan an office of potluck and say for two hours our office is closed for cleaning emails. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, start cleaning it out. Because the more you can truly get rid of, the less we have to move. And if you've moved houses before or in apartments, you know you, clean, you don't take everything. You throw the trash out. Take what you need to. As far as saving your attachments, has everybody saved attachments out of their mail before? So hopefully, if, if you don't know, I've got tutorials for you so you can find out how to do that. Save it in a folder somewhere, preferably on a network drive where it's going to be backed up. Everybody knows network drives are hopefully being backed up by your IT people. So that's going to be the best place for them. Then you don't have to worry about will my attachments transfer over in the email process. 
you can save your links by saving them as bookmarks in your web browser. If you want them available somewhere else, maybe look into something like uh, delicious Google bookmarks. Haven't seen delicious for a while. Revamp today. New information there. So save whatever you can out of there so that you don't have to be concerned about it being migrated over. Printing every single message is not a way to save these things either. There may be certain things you have to print. Print it, stick it in a file wherever you have to have it, delete it to get rid of it. Don't try to uh, keep things that you really don't need in there. Don't print everything either. Now once you get it all clean, you're sitting there waiting, when's the new email? Here's some tips to help you kind of keep that neat and orderly. First of all, just good email practice, schedule email time. I always do it at 8 o'clock in the morning. I have about 15 minutes. I go through my four Ds. If I can do it in five minutes, I do it, get rid of it, and I'm done. If I can't do it in five minutes, my next step is I'm going to delete it. Maybe it was, oh, I got this done, no worries. Here is your travel specials. Here is your, uh, you're the winner of $5 million. I'm deleting this stuff out of there. My next step is, if I can't do it, I'm not the right person who should be getting it, delegate it and clean it out. Go ahead and pass it on to someone else. Final step is, if you can't get it done within that 15 minutes of email checking time, it's okay to defer that. So you can come back to it later when you do have time or you do have the answers. So that's going to help you keep your email clean and that inbox manageable. You can also help others in this whole process as well. So when you're sending emails, if you have uh, an email to send with multiple things, only one subject per email. I don't want to keep a huge long email with all this stuff and I'm keeping it just for these couple sentences down here at the end. It also is really beneficial to recipients. I can now file it away in different uh, folders, whether it be in my inbox or on my network drives based on the subject line. That's how I like to do my filing, and I know a lot of other people do as well. So if you have more than one thing to say to someone, it's okay to send multiple messages. Also, you want to make sure whoever's in that to section is a person who needs to respond or take action. If they don't have to respond and if they don't have an action to take, they shouldn't be in the to area. If they just need to know what's going on, they have a vested interest in it, you're going to move them into the courtesy copy section. Finally, people think, oh, BCC, that blind courtesy copy is not trying to be secretive or anything like that. If I send a message from an outside vendor and I'm sharing it with multiple people on my team and I'm replying back to the vendor, I don't want them to see the emails of all of my coworkers because then they're going to start hitting them up for everything on the point of contact. I put them in the blind courtesy copy area so that nobody can see each other's emails, so they can't grab other people's emails they shouldn't have. Another great thing is when I send messages, if somebody sends me one and says, hey, could you please update this? I just want them to know it's done, so I reply, put an asterisk in the free, uh, subject area, and I just say done, or thanks, got it. Whatever it needs, when it comes into their email, they see the asterisk, it's done, they can delete it right away without even taking the time to open it. So it really is a time saver on people from both sides to use the asterisk system. 
in this whole process, remember, it's not going to be private. So if you have anything in there that is private that you don't want people to see, get it out of there now. Because if something happens, we have to get in and find out why did this not migrate. Obviously, we're going to be looking at those mail messages to see what's going on. So I just, quick reminder, anything that goes in email, if it's not okay for a, a departmental bulletin board, it's usually not okay for emails. Um, things you shouldn't be doing through this. Uh, don't forward virus warnings because, you know, we've got it covered. But there's a nice web page. Your IT folk are usually hooked up to the alerts. They find out. So if you find anything about it, don't worry about forwarding it on to everybody in the department. Forward it to your IT person. They can verify it or you can verify it here as well. And if you ever get one of these things, <laughs> yeah, we, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Stop, chain mail, just delete it. You don't need to be forwarding this on. I did tell you that there's a new limit. It's a smaller limit for file attachments, 25 megabytes. We have options. We're looking at more options for you. But one is Dropbox. Has anybody here used Dropbox? So then you know what's going on. Just a reminder that when you do use Dropbox, it's only for 14 days. It's not permanent storage. Don't use email as a replacement for a conversation. If I'm going to press reply more than twice, I should pick up the phone or go to the person's office. So that's really going to help on the back to forth kind of stuff going on. Finally, we know change is coming, and change is never easy for anyone. It's not going to be easy for you. It's not going to be easy for us. It's going to have growing pains to get used to this new system. So just warning you now, it's not going to be perfect. If you have uh, questions and want to learn a little bit more, I said, oh, I, I've got tutorials on how to do this or do this or do this. We do have them online. It's the go.unl.edu slash 365email. So you're more than welcome to be able to go there and view those. More will be coming as well. If you want to stay up on the latest, we're posting at is.unl.edu slash email home. The tutorials you can get from here also. This one's probably the most important one for you to have. Go there. We'll have new updates, new information. All that good stuff's going to be located there. If you have questions, we have an email. It's UNL email question at unl.edu. Questions we like to see is, I've got 400 folders that have all my research in it, and I have to have all of them migrated over. Email them. Another good question is, I have all this stuff sitting in my archives, and I get to it on a regular basis. How can I get this migrated over? That's a good email. Bad email is, when am I going to get it? Everybody wants to be at the top of the list. So if you do have unique situations, you've got really good questions, you can always check with your IT associate first. They can always email. If you've got really good questions on something, go ahead, email that. It goes to a team, not just one person, so that they can get a good answer back to you for that. <coughs> 